Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. All right, we're getting into it today. I had asked Jenna, I said, listen, you know, I want you to come on uh, this morning. Is there anything God's been pressing on your heart about, you know, as you're reading the word, as you're praying, as you're doing your daily devotions? And, you know, she she felt to talk this morning in regards to uh, feeling, you know, how people feel inadequate based mm-hmm. on what past uh, things people have told you. Uh, sometimes we feel like if we don't have a certain degree in something, yeah. we can't move forward. We can't step out. And so we're going to be talking this morning about how God has qualified you for everything you're to do in your life, how he's called you out, has he's made a purpose in your life, how he has said, listen, you're you're one of the favored. You're a child of God. You have living right standing. You're you're living right. This is what you're qualified for. And I will help you what I've called you to do. I've I've called you. The Lord says I've called you so you will be qualified for it. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of came to me not long ago. My pastor said something <clears throat> and it really stuck with me because it's definitely like a feeling that I've had. Um so just like a little bit of backstory on me is that I did not grow up in church at all and like not even a little bit. And so I didn't even get saved until my my husband had brought me to a service uh, when we had met. And, you know, I was going through some things. I wasn't living right. I, you know, that's like a big thing, I think, is that a lot of times we feel that though like we did things in our past or we didn't grow up a certain way or we didn't go to to bible college or whatever that we god can't use us and and that's not true that's actually you know it's a it's a lie and so i i would have these feelings sometimes of like feeling that i would help people or you know but then mm, why would anybody listen to me like i i wasn't raised in church i didn't go to bible school i you know i did things in my past and um and and it's not true and so my pastor said something i actually have it in my notes that really stuck with me and um he said your past is not your nemesis it's your teacher and so it kind of hit me like it, it hit me really hard and then i went in to look up like i wanted to know exactly what nemesis meant like i wanted like the definition of it and it means the inescapable agent of someone's downfall and so then i came to um second corinthians five seventeen, and i was reading this and i was reading this this morning and i was praying for everybody that would be watching and it says this means that anyone who belongs to christ has become a new person the old life is gone and a new life has begun so nemesis is the inescapable agent of your downfall oh, Lydia's texting me how do you spell nemesis <laughs> texting you. yeah so Google Letty yeah Google. so 
you have a, a new life. Anything that's happened in your past, it's, it's done. It, it tells us right there, the old life is gone. What the enemy wants to do is he wants to keep reminding you of that past. He wants to keep reminding you of that to make you think that you can't do certain things or that, you know, you won't ever be used by God. And it's, and it's really just a lie that's getting in there to make you feel like you aren't qualified. And it really hit me when I was reading this this morning because if we have a, a new life and all the past is gone, then we can't be we can't let the enemy remind us of that stuff. Right. Right. So we can't keep letting him in and reminding us, well, you used to do this or, you know, you know, you just can't. It's just a lie. And he's trying to that's what he wants to see. He wants to see your downfall, but he can't he can't make you fall down because you have a new life. So yeah. the old life that you had, it's gone. So he can't remind you of that stuff. He can't bring your downfall based on that because you no longer are that person. You're a new person. And so that's something that just really struck with me and something that I was dealing with because I wasn't raised in church. I, you know, um, did like I was telling, you know, Letty the other night or the other day at lunch, you know, and she was kind of giving her story. And I was like, what's okay? Like I smoked weed or I drank or, you know, whatever. But once you become saved, then all of that stuff is gone. He, he's forgiven you of all of that stuff. He's giving you a new life. He's made you a new creature in Christ. And so you can't let the enemy keep coming in and making you feel like you can't do certain things because um, you, you have a new life. That's, so you can relate to people and you can tell people things that you've overcome. That's fine. Like I see somebody asking, like, can you share your testament? Absolutely. You're supposed to share your testimony. Let people know, like, this is what God's delivered me from. Um, but also know that you are qualified to do things in the kingdom based on the new life that he's given you. It's not based on what you've done before. It's based on who you are now. Yeah. Uh, this morning when I was thinking of someone in the Bible who felt inadequate, <laughs> I'm always reminded of what? Just reading the comments. I'm always reminded of uh, Moses. I was thinking, yeah, he came to me this morning. Because he, he battled that mm -hmm. in, you know, I, I was thinking of Old Testament, New Testament, but for Old Testament, I was thinking of Moses. I was like, he battled so much inadequacy. He actually fled. He like tried to hide, hide from everything, but yet look as if he didn't do what God said you're qualified to do even when he went back and forth with God I know a lot of times we'll get like that we'll go mm -hmm. back and forth God will call us to step out you know say same I'm gonna read out of Exodus 3 in just a minute to you guys but same with like how I how I've stepped out this was nothing I ever thought and I had the same thoughts I had you know there's enough preachers in the Shuttlesworth family nobody needs another one that mm -hmm. was one of them. So start a podcast. You don't need to start a podcast. Everybody, everybody can start a podcast. Nothing special about it. You don't need to start a podcast. Then it was like, I don't need to speak in front of anyone. I'm great behind the scenes. I can run things behind the scenes. I'm good at, you know, just keeping the family together. I homeschool. That's enough. Ted, Ted's good. He's, 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 he got, he's got this, he's got this. I'm just a cheerleader, you know, with my pom-poms. <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured you on the front row, pom-poms. <laughs> you know, so I just, you know, I, I, 
everyone has those thoughts Mm -hmm. that will hinder you from doing what God's called you to do, from stepping out to what God has called you to do. I've, I've, there's plenty of of people that should have started businesses. I've talked to plenty of people that said, you know, I have felt to do this. I have felt to do that. And they won't do it for whatever reason. They feel like everything has to be set up perfectly. Everything has to be in the right. Every duck has to be lined up in every row. And you know, I, but that's not how it works. When you are being uh, told that you're qualified by God to do something, then you have something that your faith latches onto to step out and do it. Because in order to do great things for God, we're all gonna have pieces of the puzzle. Yeah. You, you, you have to walk by faith and you don't, you don't have that by having everything in front of you as far as knowing, knowing all. Yeah, that's you why- You have that's, to walk by faith. Yeah, you wouldn't need faith if you knew if you knew everything. If you knew everything, then what would be the point of faith? And um, that's funny that you said that because I was thinking about that this morning. I was thinking about Moses and I was thinking about faith. And that song keeps coming to me that they've sung all week. And I literally, I've woke up singing it. Um, what's the song? Uh, what, what? Well, give me a hint. Um, Justin, what's the song? It's like a... Don't tell me he can, that song. Oh yeah, too too good, too good. To not to too, believe. Yeah, and I mean I that. I figured that was the one, but I was waiting for at least a to, one word hint. Literally all. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> all like all week long, and and you do you have to use your faith um, if you're going to step out in anything. Yeah. Sing. So, you do not want me to sing, Leslie. I promise you that. In <laughs> <laughs> um, Exodus three, if you see here in Moses. So the, you know, we, we, we got, you know, we got the burning bush. We've got God talking to him through a burning bush that's not burning up, you know. So there's like a miraculous sign and a miraculous encounter here. God has come down to speak directly with Moses. And he says all this stuff, you know, the Lord told him, I've certainly seen the oppression on my people in Egypt. And he's talking to Moses and he's saying, listen, I, I, we're, we're getting them free. This is not for them. They're in bondage. There's more for them. You know, we're, we got the promised land. Here's, here's the promised land that you're supposed to be leading the Israelites to. And so in verse 11 says, but Moses protested to God. How many times in situations in our life have we protested to God? We're always, there's like an escape goat. There's always a reason we can't do something. Moms are always, I can't do this right now. I have children. Mm-hmm. I'll do this in a few years. Well, if God's given you something, a direction, something to step out and do, start doing part of it. Right. Start doing what God has told you to step out and do because it takes faith to do that. And you know what? He'll give you, yeah, he'll give you the balance. You know, what I'm doing now with all the broadcasts and all the different things we're doing in the studio and and the book that I put out and everything, that wasn't a time I, I had then but as time went on, I was able to increase more and more and more. But I was faithful in the little and then God will give you much. That's and right. so it says in verse 11, but Moses protested to God, who am I to appear before Pharaoh? That's a question. We do that a lot. Who am I? Who, who am I, Lord? I didn't like she said, I didn't go to Bible school. I wasn't raised in a Christian home. Who am I to even talk to somebody about Jesus? And you know, the enemy will lie to your thoughts and he'll take you out of your purpose and he'll take you off the path that God has for you. 
And he said, who am I to appear before Pharaoh? Who am I to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt? And then God answers. He says, I'll be with you. This is your sign. I am the one who has sent you. And so here we go again in verse 13. Oh, we're just not taking it from God. (laughs) We don't believe him for some reason. (laughs) Moses says again, but Moses protested. If I go to the people of Israel and tell them, the God of your ancestors has sent me to you, they will ask, what is his name? Then what should I tell him? So he's trying so hard over and over. Like, they're not going to listen to me. What voice do I have? Mm-hmm. What voice do I have? And God's sitting here literally telling him, I will back you up. Yeah. I will speak. I will give you the words to say. I will give it to you. And that's what we have to know a lot in our life that when we feel unqualified he's called us because we are qualified through him and he's going to give us the right words that's why it's so important to be filled with the holy spirit he's our guide he will lead you into all truth and so by leading us into all truth we're going to have the right thing to say that's that's what i had in my notes this morning i put getting saved giving your life to the lord and being filled with the holy holy spirit more than qualifies you yeah just that alone more than qualifies you. But he, and he keeps going. We're down to chapter four. Hey, he protested again. So that's like, that's still us and our, our current situation. We're yep. protesting. We're saying, God, I, I possibly, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not smart enough. I'm not educated. I didn't go to college. Listen, there are, unless you're like gonna be cutting open somebody or leading somebody in court or, you know, building architect there there's there's a there's there are some jobs where you need a degree but don't let that little thought process of i didn't go to college i didn't get my education <laughs> yeah. that I can't step out and do yeah. something that I can't be a millionaire that I can't provide for God's kingdom because I didn't do A, B, C and D that the world told me now if God has instructed you for school and instructed you on that path yes that's what God has for your life but don't count yourself out because you feel like you're not qualified at the level that you think you're supposed to have. Right. And he says again in verse one of chapter four, but Moses protested again. What if they won't believe me or listen to me? What if they say the Lord never appeared to you? And so he, he keeps saying, listen, I'll, I'll give you this. Here's the staff. Here's the serpent serpent. I'll, like, listen, I, I will help you. And that's what he's saying to us today. There's nothing you're going to be able to do in your own strength. You have to do everything through the strength of Jesus Christ. And when you get that revelation, when you realize, listen, my own strength can only get me so far that I'm always going to need the help of the Lord. When you start learning and leaning on that and relying on that, then you're really going to step into your purpose and do what God has called you to do. In verse 10 of chapter four, but Moses pleaded with the Lord. This guy is relentless. (laughs) I'm sure God wanted to smack him up the side of the head and be like, shut (laughs) it. Shut up. (laughs) Listen to what I'm telling you. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) But Moses pleaded with God again. Oh, Lord, I'm not very good with words. Okay, so that's a lot of things. He could be like, I don't want to speak. That's me. (laughs) 
Moses set over here. <laughs> and Caroline is like, shut up, listen. No. I mean, I, I had the same, I had the same feelings. I had the same, like, you know, it was so funny. Like when Ted and I first got, got married, I, one, I remember one time my father-in-law called me up to introduce Ted. And I was like, hi, I'm Carolyn Shuttlesworth. This is Ted. <laughs> Like here, here's the mic, hun. <laughs> like nada, Brrr, flat balloon air out. <laughs> I nothing, got nothing. Else. I got nothing. I got my name and Ted's name, and you're lucky you got that. And I didn't faint, and I and you didn't hear my heartbeat thumping with the microphone standing right there. That li- literally was me. But Moses pleaded with the Lord, Oh Lord, I'm not good with words. I've never, I've never been, and I'm not. Even now, even though you have spoken to me, I get tongue-tied. So here he is, insecure. I don't speak well. I have a speech impediment. Mm-hmm. Like, like Lord, I'm, I'm trying to get out of this. You don't understand who you're talking to. Like, I'm a nobody. I'm a nobody. And the Lord's saying, listen, you are somebody. I'm literally coming to you, telling you what to do, and telling you that I will be there for you to push you into what I've called you to do. I yeah. see you. And that's all that matters, that God sees you. You know, it, it, he wants someone who's willing and obedient. Those people in the Bible said they'll eat the good of the land. Yeah. He just wants a vessel. He just wants a vessel that's willing and obedient. Like, it, like Samuel says, pick me, Lord, I'm here. Choose me, he says in, in Samuel. I, use me. Pick me. And so we, we need to say yes and forget about the qualifications. Right. Because if the almighty God has called you, he's qualified you. But then when you go on, you end up seeing in the story here that Aaron is sent to help him. And he's, he's sent to be a, a voice. Like he's sent to be a the help. Spokesman. The, spo- the spokesperson the for, uh, for Moses and the Lord. So it goes to show you like, you know, there are going to be people in your life that encourage you, that push you, that help you get out there. I had that. And so any way that God's going to get what he wants, he's going to help you. Yeah. So he got to the point where he's like, I've encouraged you, Moses, and I've given you literal help that's come alongside of you to encourage you to speak on your behalf. But at the end of the day, he was like calling Moses. You have the power. Mm-hmm. You're going to do this. You're going to lead the Israelites out. Yeah, but it's funny. I'm like looking at all the comments and everybody's saying like, this is so one time I really needed this. And it's, I felt that uh, this morning when I, w- when I was awake and I was thinking about the broadcast and what we were going to talk about. And um, I think that a lot of people need to hear that. I think that a lot of people need to know their worth in the kingdom. I think a lot of people need to know that um, you know, that he does qualify you to do what he's called you to do. And he has called you to do something. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Leslie. What'd she say? When God tells you what God tells you to do, he will give you the grace and strength to do it. Absolutely. And he will. Um, you know, that was somebody in, uh, in the old Testament but then I was thinking of someone in the New Testament. I actually just did a broadcast on this um, a week ago or some sometime when I was home. I don't know. Every, literally every day runs together. In my mind, it's like year 2024. But 
But um, I was thinking of um, when Peter and John went before the council. And I love this verse because I did a broadcast called What Are You Known For? And um, but I was thinking, you know, they were called uneducated men. They were called uneducated men. In Acts 4, uh, we'll start with. We'll start with 13. The members of the council were amazed when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, for they could see that they were ordinary men with no special training and scripture. They also recognized them as men who have been with Jesus, men who have been with Jesus. If you go over to 2 Corinthians 3, I'm going to start with one and read down to verse five. Are we beginning to praise ourselves again? Are we like others who need to bring bring you letters of recommendation? And these are the disciples speaking. Um, or who you ask you to write letters on their behalf? Surely not. The only letter of recommendation we need is you yourselves. Your lives are a letter written in our hearts. Everyone can read it and recognize our good work among you. Clearly, you are a letter from a Christ showing the result of our ministry among you. The letter is written not with pen and ink, but with the spirit of the living God. It's carved not on tablets of stone, but on human hearts. We are confident, listen, confident of all this because of our great trust in God through Christ. It is not that we think we are qualified to do anything on our, on our own, Our qualification comes from God. Our qualification comes from God. So we have to make sure that we understand, you know, there are spiritual blessings that are coming to us. There's stuff in the natural that's going to come to us based on what God has called us to do. And we have to shut the lies of the enemy. Anything that is negative, I mean, it's a very simple thought. You know, Mm -hmm. our heavenly father is all good. Everything positive is going to be from the Lord. And and the enemy is all bad. Everything negative is going to be from him. So it's an easy distinction. You know, when you think about it, if you think of a piece of paper and you're drawing a line down the middle, like anything negative, I can't do it. That's not anything that God would tell us. No. He says we can do everything through Christ Mm -hmm. who strengthens us. Or nothing is impossible without God. So if we have thoughts of, I can't do it, I'm not good enough. My past, you know, like you said, I wasn't raised in church. I got saved late. I got sick. You know, that whole point doesn't even matter. Mm -hmm. Because someone could be saved when they're five and still be the infant Christian that lives a struggle life who doesn't know how to overcome the enemy who like, you know, it wavers with everything, you know, so that, that, that doesn't matter. Right. As soon as you get saved, you start with the milk of the word, but then you increase, you get to bigger things, you get to the meat of the word, you grow. And so it matters what you're feeding yourself on a constant basis, what you're doing every day with the word of God that you have, what you're doing with your Christian walk. And so you have to see that you can shut down <clears throat> the past with, neg- I can't, mm-hmm. that's not for me. I don't speak well, I get scared. Well, you see that, that we just said that Peter and them had boldness, that pe- they were like, 
why why are you so bold right now like you're getting ready to go to jail you're standing before like what you're doing you're not supposed to be doing you just like use Jesus to heal somebody and like they're coming to the religious leaders and they're like like you should be scared your reaction isn't normal to what's going on and so because their reaction was abnormal to the situation that they were in they're looking at him going okay you're like uncommon uneducated men but you're bold and we can tell that you've been with Jesus yeah and so you have to take your thoughts of I can't do this I'm not good enough my past my parents mm -hmm. you know all the, all the excuses that line up with not moving forward not increasing in your life are going to be thoughts that are obviously the enemy we have to start recognizing the obvious. There are so many Christians that don't recognize the obvious. And we have to start being wise, wise in the word of God. We don't need to be tripped up by stupid little foxes that spoil everything. Yeah. We don't have to be tripped up by stupid little thoughts that don't, you know, when you're saved, you become a new creature in Christ. The old things are passed away and all things become new. And so we need to live in the newness of our salvation. That's right. And what is that? That is the things that he's called us to do, that we are qualified. You know, I've got uh, everyone that works with us on our team never went to school for anything that they're doing. Never, you know, I have Tiffany who runs the photography, who runs so much on like the website and in the studio. Um, I can't, I don't even know half the things that she does, but it's all <laughs> online. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, and design work all, and different uh, stuff like that. Systems, yeah. She went to, to, to Zion, to Bible school for, listen, for like, uh, worship, right? But then she was like a little too nervous <laughs> to be a part of the worship department that she decided to go into like children's education or something like that for ki for kids ministry that says nothing what she does now yeah so it, it, you know so what tiffany i'm saying is sings. like evidently tiffany sings i have not heard it but yeah, laura we are sings. we're gonna make that happen okay so then we have jenna 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 is the admin she like runs the ministry she's so mean to ted and i she just whips everyone into shape she's a boss she's <laughs> Always telling Ted where to go and what to do. <laughs> she didn't go to school for that. This is a school of the hard knocks. <laughs> so, you know, she she's stepping out. She's writing articles. She, I mean, she's she's doing the podcast. She's done pl plenty of podcasts, speaking on the broadcast, reading the word of God. You know, come. That's what I'm saying. She never went to school for anything that she's doing now. No, and I mean the ministry. Literally, she runs the. I'm not. I'm. I'm not just saying this. She literally runs it. And all I of never. You guys and partners. She keeps you all in order. Yeah, and I never. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and that's what like. I'm like, coming for you, Zach. Hold on. Like one this feeling of <laughs> of not being qualified. Yeah, like I I felt like I wasn't qualified to do those things, but he he definitely has more than, and he has been a helper to me. The Holy Spirit has been a help to work in ministry and um yeah then zach <laughs> and zach what zach does for the ministry is nothing he ever ever went to school for 
to be honest with you, he would have been someone that you would have counted out. He, he, he was saved late. You know, people would say, what? You know, he, he this and that. No, he lived a past of drugs mm -hmm. and got radically saved and set on fire for God. You'd never know it now. Yeah. You'd never know it now. You, he's so smart. What he does for the ministry, never went to school for it. Literally self-taught on his own, everything that he does. And sa same for Alex. Same for Alex. Everything that is on our team is literally divine and given to us by God and self-taught with the help of the Lord. I mean, to, to teach yourself the things that runs our ministry without ever going to school, without ever going to a class, but a download. That's why Ted gets so frustrated when we go places and people are like, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. How do you how do you do that? And he's just like, are you kidding me? Like, are you filled with the Holy Spirit? If right. you're filled with the Holy Spirit, there's nothing you can't do. You have the mind of Christ that you put on. And he, if he called you for something and he's qualified you to do it, he's going to teach you and help you by divine. I remember divine when, he, teaching. when he first asked me to do that, he said, I want an app. Let's, let's build it out. I am not a tech person at all. Like the team has to make me get a new phone. <laughs> I'm that person. Ted literally was like, when he FaceTimed me one day and saw the computer I was using, was like, I cannot believe you're using that. I'm sending you a new computer. <laughs> like I'm not a tech, and I had to say that, like, whoa. I'm starting to realize this might be a thing that everyone's doing. Like, I, my thing doesn't work. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys, hold on. Let me buy you something. <laughs> I'm gonna start trying that. <laughs> but I would, so, my car broke down, guys. I need a new car. I need a new car. <laughs> <laughs> but you do. You have to ask. You have the Holy Spirit as a guide. You, ha you have the Holy Spirit for a reason. And you have to use your faith in things. When, when, you're, when you're stepping out, you're doing new things. Um, use your Holy Spirit as a guide to guide you in how to do things. I didn't know how to build an app at all. I was clueless but got it done because ted michael doesn't take theo. no michael theo <laughs> the audience <laughs> is getting rowdy in here today <laughs> <laughs> they're ready for tonight they're laid out <laughs> they're like Ehh. um but yeah, partly because Ted, if, if he tells you to do something, you just figure it out. Like telling Ted that you cannot do something does not work. It doesn't fly. You will get canned. It doesn't fly. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't No, it fly. doesn't work because he says, you know, he practiced what he preaches. You thank know, God, and thank so, God for that one. Yeah, and so <laughs> that's rare sometimes. So you, you figure it out and then when you have the help of the Holy Spirit and you have the Lord guiding you and directing you, you get it done and it it's easy. It ends up being easy. Yes, I was <laughs> Leslie several times. Mitchell says, this is trash and garbage. There is no, poor Mitchell. He doesn't Aww. know what a complete sentence is. <laughs> Darn it. Sentences, Mitchell trash and garbage. Maybe you're one of the ones that should go to school. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> this is trash and garbage. There is no... What's, what are you getting at? 
Listen, Colossians 1, 11 and 12 says, and so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, fully pleasing him. The Bible says, listen, if we don't have faith, we're not pleasing him. If we don't have faith, we're not pleasing him. That's how faith is wrapped up into doing what you're qualified for. That's, That's why right. it takes faith to do what you're qualified for. So what will happen when you're qualified, when you're doing what God told you to do, when you step out, whether you know whether you feel like you can or not, it says right here, bearing fruit in every good work bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, increasing in knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share what? When you get saved, look, share in the inheritance of the saints in light. You're qualified to receive every blessing God, uh, b blessing that God has for you because you were made right by God. You, you have so much authority, so much power to walk out in what God has for you. You're qualified to be forgiven. I yep. was just writing out this this morning. You're qualified to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You're qualified to receive healing. You, you don't count yourself out. You don't say, well, you know, I, I used to do this and, and now it's affecting my body. And, you know, now I just have to go through this. No, you can break that cycle. You can say, it doesn't matter. I may have done something that harmed my body before, but I'm, I, I'm getting healed now. It doesn't matter about my past. I've been forgiven. I've been set free. I'm new. And, and healing is the children's bread. It's my portion in Jesus' name. So you're qualified to receive healing. You're qualified to get your answers, your, your prayers answered. You're qualified to get your prayers answered as a child of God. Make sure you're going to him, petitioning the right way. Yeah. Not in a begging, not like, right. oh Lord, if it's your will, oh Lord, can you do this? It says all throughout the Old Testament when people came to Jesus with little faith like that. I, I always read it as if he like snarked at them. He said, huh? If I can? If, right. Like he's looking at him like, um, I'm sorry. Is this mic on? If I can? <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I'm willing. It's my portion for your life. So you're qualified to prosper. You're qualified to have the best in life. You're yep. qualified to step out. As a child of God, we're qualified to live with heaven on earth, not just wait till we get to our mansion by and by, and then we're gonna see the pearly gates and the gold streets. No, we're qualified now. We should be living our best life now yeah. in Jesus Christ. And it's a, it's a testimony to others. Yes, and you know, what Jesus did, well, you can't see the crosses here, um, but what Jesus did on the cross, don't slap him in the face right. by not receiving it, by not taking what he has for you. The blood of Jesus makes you good enough to receive everything that he has for you. Like I just read to you in um, Colossians uh, 1, 11 and 12. He has, he, he, he's made everything readily available for us and our, our faith, our step of faith is what's gonna step us into our qualification. That's right. 
Yeah, faith is so important. Um, I have great, great faith because I've I've seen him do so many things in my life that it's like, how could I not, right? Yeah. So many things. After t- you were actually healed this week. Yeah. Tell everyone that. Yeah, Every- so. Uh, hold on real quick. Everyone knows, well, mo- most everyone knows the backstory of Jenna because I've had her on telling, you know, her testimony, I'm not even kidding, has built so many uh, w- uh, women's faith that are believing for kids that it's almost like become a ministry of our ministry, right? Yeah. Like we get moms all the time believing for children who couldn't have children. I just had somebody write me literally last night. We've prayed for so many women who couldn't have children and we get so many testimonies when they're pregnant. Yeah. Right. I mean, we're like the first ones. Laura's over on family. here. She's one of them. Yeah. We're over. We're some of the first ones, even over family. We're getting messages. Like, just found out I'm pregnant. Please continue to, to you know, because the devil, once again, is going to lie to you. He's going to come in with the thoughts. Yeah. You didn't keep the last one. You had the same issues. Your body's not good enough. You know, and so like I told you before, put that on the, the enemy side of the sheet, the can't side, because it's never going to be God that tells you you can't do something. Never. Yeah. And so she had all these issues within her body. And then... Yeah, That's so a miraculous thing for her this week. Yeah, so uh, about I guess it was like two weeks before this meeting was starting, I started having some pain. I mean, like really bad pain in the same area, like right around my ovaries. And I um, just be real with the people today. Yeah, I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> so here it is. <laughs> it's all right. So this is the one time you'll be excited for this situation. Yeah. <laughs> so. I started having some pain. I told my husband, I was like, it's something's not right. Ended up going to the doctor and, you know, they were telling me things that were similar to what I had, God had already healed me of. And so, um, was feeling better. And then it hit me again, like right before we were supposed to come. And I love Carolyn because she's always like my go-to when I need encouraged for anything. Like you have to have that person, right? So she's definitely my person because I said to her, I said, and it is, I, the, the enemy was kind of like, mm, is it coming back? Is it, but no, because God already healed me of it. So if God healed me of it, it's done. Right. So I told Carolyn, I said, Hey, I don't know if we're going to make it like the first night or two. This is kind of what's going on. And I said, I'm just going to ship the product to the oh, church. I I'm not going to bring it. That. Mm-hmm. And she goes, <laughs> I read it to Ralph and it was funny because we laughed and she goes, Nope, we'll see you there. You don't need to ship it. And I was like, well, no, like it's, it's not going to cost extra. <laughs> like, let me just get it there just in case. And she goes, Nope, we'll see you there. And I'm <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> got it. <laughs> Correction received. <laughs> Right. So it was like I a nice. If she knew what I was doing. Yeah. It was like a nice rebuke of like, stop thinking that you're not OK. So. <laughs> so I received it and we packed our stuff. She still loves me. Yeah. I was like, she got was, it. I'm not kidding. She was hardcore. Like she was coming back with I've checked UPS. I did. She tried everything. I had it packed and I ready. knew what she was doing. Yeah. So I was like, nope. Even one of the texts, I said, it's not about the money. I said, I'll see you there. Yeah, because I was like, it's I, not going to cost extra to send it. Like, we can still get it there in time. And she was like, it's not about the money. We'll see, we'll see you on Sunday. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, the pain was so bad. 
that I was even like walking around the house, like hunched over because if I stood up all the way, like my stomach, it, I literally, my husband and I were at the gym and I literally just felt like somebody came by and like shanked me, sliced you. <laughs> yeah, like I literally grabbed my stomach and looked like someone's trying to take me out. So it was, it was that bad. And uh, so of course, you know, you have to, uh, you have to, to kick the enemy out. You have to rebuke him. You have to send him back because he'll, he'll come. And if you accept it, he's, you know, going to come harder. So you have to, you have to send it back. You have to understand what you're, what's happening. And so I knew it was an attack because this is a big year for my husband and I, we're believing for really, really, really big things like life changing things. And we're making really big moves and we're stretching our faith in a lot of ways. And so I knew that it was, and we're on pace, like we're, where we see it. And so of course, that's when here comes the enemy. And I even called Teddy and Carolyn when I left the doctor and I said, I'm just gonna be honest again. It's not like a curse word. I said, I'm pissed off, right? (laughs) (laughs) Probably worse things have been said on the podcast. So I was crying, I was upset, and I was like, I'm just really pissed off because, you know, here we go, like everything's going good, and then, you know, I, I start feeling this, and I don't want anything to to uh, derail me or to even slow me down, right? So it's still, look, it steals your peace. Like your money. Busy. <laughs> yeah, it steals your peace. You're at yeah. home trying to be with your kids. Mm-hmm. She homeschools. She runs the ministry. She's, you know, <laughs> helping her husband with, with his work. And so it steals the peace. You can't sleep. You're in pain. Right? Yeah. You, so your money you're, keeps trying to bring you back, like, to the doctor. And, you know, she would text me. I'm waiting to find out. And <laughs> I, said, I said, I'm cleaning up. Yeah, so then she texts me. So I, I was like, hey, I'm, I'm waiting for some tests to come back. This is what's going on. And she goes, well, I'm cleaning out my microwave. You're going to be fine. Like, it, nothing, <laughs> it's going to come back that there's nothing. And I'm like, of course you're cleaning your microwave. <laughs> but she was like, it just came to me. I'm cleaning my microwave. That's why I said you have to have that person. And so, because it encouraged me while I'm like and literally it's true. sitting. She texts me like an hour later. She's like, they said they couldn't find it. Yeah, it was like an hour later. I was like, well, they said that they couldn't find anything. We're going home. And so, uh, but at the speaks s- to you, in the microwave. <laughs> but at the same time, my daughter kind of had like this freak accident with her neck, couldn't move her neck, couldn't walk. She's screaming in pain. So it was happening this literally the same day. And I think I had just like had it. And so I'm like talking to them on the phone. I'm like, I'm ticked off. And Ted says to me, and this is like stuck with me. And he said, you're ticked off. He said, Look at what you guys are doing and how you guys are progressing. You're ticking the devil off. And so that's why, you know, he's like trying to mess with you. He sees where you're going. It's like right at the finish line. Yep. It's like you're literally at the finish line of this level. And you're not even like going to the next one. You guys are like skyrocketing. We're we're skipping. Like skipping levels. Like I've in their life. I've known them for a very long time before they were married. Ralph was in Ted's youth group. But we got to, you know, meet Jenna right when she came to the church and got saved. And so, but but this year, I can vouch for them, is the biggest move of faith, the Mm. biggest step of faith, and the biggest things that they're saying yes to that God's given them an instruction on. Yeah. And so it's no, like, it's no surprise. Right. right, And then right before the meeting, like the devil hates what's happening this week. He hates it with every fiber in his being. 
And so to, to see the kids touch, to see what Bella got this week, to see the words that uh, Ralph and Jenna got this week, what, when Jenna came up the other night and, and Ted called her out and laid hands on her, which she's going to finish her testimony. But um, to see that angers him, the unity. I mean, like when our whole team's together, when we're all in one place, there's a, there's a, a gift of faith that gets... In, in all of us, I mean, I feel it. And so, you know, he, he's trying to stop what's, what's getting ready to happen. Yeah. And so all of, all of this was happening at the same time. And then Carolyn says on the phone, Ted's like, you know, you're making the enemy mad, you know, and uh, which is good. Make them mad. And then, you know, and then Carolyn goes, don't pay any attention to it. That was the other thing. Don't pay any attention to it. Go rest. She sent me money and said, order dinner on me, enjoy your family and don't give it, don't, don't pay any attention to it. And I, and I said, she's so right. I've, I've already given it too much attention. I've already let it take too much of my time. I've already let it take too much of my thought process. So we went home and, uh, what did you order? I don't want to say. Pasta. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> That's just me eating good. So, <laughs> I don't want to say. Because my trainer, she watches sometimes. <laughs> it's not been a good week, Kate. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so I, I went home and I'm, and I'm with my kids. And then I, uh, I went and got oil out of the cabinet. And I said, you, I had been up all night praying about it. And I'm like, you've prayed about it. You know, you don't need to keep praying about it. You've already prayed about it. The Lord knows what needs to happen. And I went and got oil. I put it on myself and I prayed. And because I, I sat there and I was like, what, what can I do? Like, this just needs to end. Put it on myself and prayed. I put it on my daughter, Jasmine. And I told Bella, I said, go put your clothes on. I'm taking you to the mall. And I said, we're going out and we're having some fun. I don't care if I don't feel like walking around the mall. Like, we're going. So we went, I went and had a, a good time with my five-year-old, came back. When I came back, now mind you, Jasmine could not move her neck. I mean, it was an insane, she had a huge lump on the back of her neck that was preventing her from turning it. Crying, I come back, she's at the top of our stairs, jumping up and down playing. We were only gone like three hours. And mommy, look at my neck. She's turning, can we go swimming now? Can we go with our friends and go swimming? She always calls like their kids, their cousins. Can we go see our cousins and go swimming? I was like, we can go. I told Ralph, I was like, let's pack up. We're going, <laughs> came and Sunday night, Ted uh, called me out if you've been watching and said, you know, he was like, I'm irritated. You know, all these little foxes are trying to, you know, come in and, and stop your progress. And that's not going to happen. And I, when he laid hands on me, I felt like a quick burn in my stomach. Like it was super quick. It was like a, almost like a, like a singe kind of like, or how you would, I can't explain it, but like a quick burn. I went down and I knew I was like the, whatever was there or whatever was trying to attack me, like it's, it's done. And then, um, it was, uh, days are kind of running together, Wednesday night, I think. Yeah. Wednesday night. So I am not a runner, not like exercise-wise do I run. Like I told Carolyn, I will never go jogging with you. Like I'll work out with you, <laughs> not running. She, she will not. 
the last time I, I ran. I don't know what's wrong with the people that I work with. <laughs> like, I can't get Tiffany to work out with me. No, I'll work out, but I'm not running. Like, I'm not running. I'll do whatever else, but I'm Maybe not going to run. will do something with me. <laughs> she might run. But I, even like running around the church. So like, I, I'll, I, you know, I do my dance. I pray, you know, but like to run around the sanctuary. I do my dance. Yeah. I do my praise right here. <laughs> my feet go up and down. Yeah. <laughs> but like to run around the sanctuary. And this is a big sanctuary. To run around the sanctuary. I realized it halfway through. It's like, oh, Lord, that was faith. So I run around the sanctuary. Um, but so Ted was playing on the, the keyboard. And the kids are running. They're taking laps. They're taking laps. And he goes, I'm seeing kids run who weren't even supposed to be born, talk, you know, talking about the girls. And the yes, I'm a psychopath. You're a psycho? <laughs> Is Mitch back? No, it's Danielle. <laughs> oh, only so. <laughs> it was Mitch. Um, <laughs> oh, Mitch. Um, and the Lord tells me, run run I couldn't run before I couldn't I had to like I mean I could barely walk when I came here it was hurting so bad run take off running you're not gonna feel a thing and he said I I, he told me grab Jazz's hand and run with her too because she had just had you know the stuff with her neck and so I grabbed Jasmine's hand and we go take off run I don't feel did not feel not one like just totally 100% normal like just just felt you know back to myself and so I got that touch uh this week and um yeah I mean it was just it was it was amazing so that it 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 is and she's not the only testimony that's come in we've had healing after healing testimony there was a lady with her back just from watching the live people have written in to us throughout the week and it's been a, a phenomenal week and so when you, when you feel like you're not qualified, it will hold you back mm-hmm. from things. It, like you, you could not have come. Yeah. You, you could have, you know, it, it, sat back, watch online. You could not have stepped out in the things you're doing in this ministry. Everything, you know, same, same for Ralph. I even told... Same for uh, Ralph and his job. I even told myself before becoming, I was like, Jenna, you have faith. So why are you, why are you saying, Hey, I might be a day late or why are you like, you have faith. And then it it brought, I was reading this this morning in Genesis 15 and uh, it said the Lord counted him as righteous because of his faith. You are righteous because of your faith. And I was reading all these things like about faith this morning. I was reading in Romans and I mean, all these things kept coming to me this morning. And then I was thinking back on the week and thinking about how we were, you know, before we came. And I mean, this week in particular, like I thought I already had great faith, but this week in particular has, I mean, it's skyrocketed now. That's why it's so important to, to get in services mm-hmm. and to stay and to stay at that heightened faith for when attacks come you can brush them off easier. You're not yeah. in panic mode. You're not feeling like, you know, I can't pray for this. I, I'm not I'm not able to. The, the devil's lied to me. Yeah, because that's kind of what had I came to, to me. to go through this. Yeah, I'm like, man, I have all these women writing me, like all the time. I mean, people write in all the time. And, and I'm, you know, talking with this person and encouraging this person, encouraging this person. And I was like, man, am I, you know. Right, you feel disqualified yeah and so it was coming to me about like you've got to stop letting the enemy get into your mind 
and you have to which you really you you have to get in the word more you have to because the more you're in the word the more word that's in you and the enemy can't come in and mess with that right so uh that was something i was really dealing with like this past week and so yeah me too gina (laughs) (laughs) well would you pray for everyone today would you would you ask the lord to let people know to let them hear their purpose, to be encouraged, to let them know that it doesn't matter what side of the tracks they grew up on, Yeah, when they got saved, what they've gone to school for, that God can use them mightily as long as it's stepping out in obedience, as long as you're stepping out in faith, as long as you're stepping out and being willing to do it, then that is that that's going to drive. That's how it, I mean, we just went through verse after verse today and told you that you are qualified through Christ. You are qualified because you are righteous. You got saved. You're qualified. Now listen to what the Holy Spirit has asked of you and what he has for you. And there's so many people in the Bible. I mean, you could really do like a whole thing on it, like of people who were not qualified, you know, by the natural. Oh, yeah. He looked at them that God used sure. them in a mighty, mighty way. Yeah. Well, we just picked out a couple. We picked yeah, out I mean, Moses. Yeah, you could literally do a whole Peter study John, on it. But you could do a whole study on it. To I mean, build you up. Actually, pretty much everyone that God used in the Word of God. Right. <laughs> was unqualified, had moral issues, and all different kinds of crazy lifestyles and things going on. Yeah. But you know what? What mattered? David. Yeah. I mean, David went through some stuff. Yeah. Might have been David and Bathsheba. Some <laughs> things going on. You know, different things like that. We're not going to get into. But... What did he end up having at the end of the day that caused him to go so high was he was considered a man after God's own heart. And when you're considered someone after God's own heart, he's going to use you. Don't, That's right. don't disqualify somebody. Don't disqualify yourself. We are a vessel that can be used. Amen. Amen. All right. Let's pray for them. Father, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes that and we rebuke every negative thought every uh fear that anybody has the feeling that they are not qualified to do things for your kingdom father we commanded to go back to hell where it came from father i pray in your mighty name that people see their worth father i pray that you show them what you've called them to do, Lord. Build them up, Father. I pray that this broadcast makes faith rise inside of people so that they can see what they are capable of, Lord. And Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word. I thank you for everybody watching. I pray that you bless them big, Lord. Everyone connected to this ministry, all of everyone who is faithful, Lord, I pray that you bless them. I pray, Lord, that they do and they step out what you've called them to do in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Uh, right now, we're going to give you an uh, opportunity to sow into the kingdom, to stand with us here at Miracle Word. We're so thankful for the Victory Tribe. We're so mm. thankful for each and every one of you, uh, each and every one that sows, each and every one that prays. But this is this is a year uh, that we're stepping into big things. Yes. Not not just for us personally, not just for the ministry, but for you as well. We're stepping into divine possession and divine ownership, and we're going to new to new, new levels. And you can you do that 
by stretching yourself, stretching your faith. You know, we, you don't increase and then you constantly stay at the same level of giving. Right. Like, as you increase in life, as you increase in your workplace, as you increase, then your giving increases. And so I'm asking you to prayerfully consider, you know, a lot of you are partners that are watching, but to, to think about a, a one-time seed, to think about increasing the partnership, you say, hey, let, you know, I, Letty on here, she got saved three years ago under our ministry. And she was like, listen, I, I've never been, I don't even, this giving stuff is like new. It, I was Catholic, like smoked weed, like, like didn't live right for, got <laughs> radically saved. What? Kaylin laughed. <laughs> she really touched me the other day. I love Letty. I love her spirit and being around her. I love her even more. Like I literally just watch her praising God in the front and she just brings a smile to oh, my yeah. face and her story the other day when we were sitting at lunch talking and you know, like she said, she was like, you know, like I would go, I was Catholic. I would put my, my money in there. I felt good. Like I had my money that, you know, like I smoked with and stuff. And she was like, when she didn't want to do that anymore, and then she said she would come in on Sundays and give and be like, oh, wow. Like, I just had yeah. all this to give, you know. Right. And so she started at the ministry, like, few bucks. Like, you know, yeah. few, few dollars. And that's not where she's at anymore. No. And so because God has increased her, because she was obedient, because she actually uh, worked the sowing and reaping principle, she's now at a level and a place in life that... You know, she yeah. never saw herself. Ralph but and I is the same. We, a prayer of ours at the beginning of last year was let us at the end of the year have given more than what we used to make. Mm -hmm. And when we got our, our, our statements and from our giving, that, that was exactly what had happened. And so we just said, like, we're sowing even more seed. Yep. We're, we're, you know, we want to That's what Ted and I do. That. We do a giving goal. Yep. We check it all throughout the year. Where are we at? How much more do we have to do than we did last year? And that, and that, and we'll are always going, always going to go higher. Always going to do more. Always going to do more one-time seeds. Always going to do more yeah. overall the year total. Always going to do more. And we made that vow when we got married and we've never broken it. And this April will be 16 years that we've been married. Every year has been more. But you know, seed time and harvest, it doesn't go for people's age. It doesn't go for, you know, if they have a job or not. You know, my like daughter, Brooklyn, Brooklyn yeah. <laughs> um, and, and I don't know if you guys heard what Ted said yesterday on the broad, I'm not broadcast, at, at service last night, but Brooklyn the other night got so touched. I've never seen her on the floor like that. I've never seen her laugh the way she did. You know, she's always been watching her sister, you know, press in and stuff like that. And she'd always come to us and say, uh, Daddy, I, I, you know, back in 2020, we were leaving a broadcast over in Naples and we were praying in the Holy Spirit at the end. And then when we got in the car, she goes, uh, you know, I, I, I want that. I don't, I don't speak in that language, you know, in the car. So we're praying for her and, you know, and it happens a little bit, but you gotta, you gotta work with your kids. You gotta yeah. keep, keep them doing it. It sounds funny at first, you know, being filled with the Holy Spirit, especially little kids, yeah. but you keep working with it and you keep pressing, having them press in and showing them what it is and don't be embarrassed in church and, and, and this and that. And so I'd never seen her like that the other night. Never seen her like that the other night. And there were so many thoughts. You say, well, should I go over there? Should I do this? Should I do that? I went back and forth in my head and I said, nope, this is her floor time. I'm not going over there. I'm not be participating. When yeah. she wants to get up, 
I don't care if they're thinking, you know, whoever's thinking what parents get so embarrassed of yeah. stuff like that. And I was like, I am not doing that. But you know what? At eight years old, she gave one of the largest offerings. She's always been a giver and always tied on stuff she got. Um, but she had in her wallet, happened to have in her wallet, and she has more at home, but she brought $232 and whatever loose change she had. So the other night after service, she emptied her wallet and she said, I had to give the change too because I told the Lord I want to give everything I have. So she gave the loose change plus $232. Well, uh, I, I still to till this day don't even know who gave her an envelope. I, I still have to figure it out. But she came to service and came out the back door when we got here. A person handed her an envelope with a note in it and said, open this with your parents. So when we got back to the hotel room, there was a note in there that said, you know, Brooklyn, uh, the you're, it, watch, it blessed us to watch you get touched and God use you and, and to find out that you gave all of your money mm -hmm. uh, in the offering. And so my husband and I was talking and we both wanted to do this for you. Well, <laughs> in the letter it said, uh, we wanted to give you double. So I'm thinking, oh, they, she got 500 bucks. You know, we're doubling the 232 and we're <laughs> rounding up, right? That's my, that's my yeah. mind. So she said, I want to um, count this with daddy. So she, dad's doing the 20s. And so we get to 500, but I still see a stack of money in the hand. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So they're going 20, 40, 60, 80, 600. 20, 40, 60, 80, 700. We get to $1,000. This girl at eight years old has never worked a day in her life, just got $1,000 cash because she gave. So the principle of seed time and harvest has nothing to do with an age limit. That's right. It has everything to do with the principle and knowing that it works, just stepping out and doing it. Yeah. So we're so thankful for the seeds that you're sowing today and step out in faith. Do something you've never done before. Because then you get a harvest that you've never reaped before. And That's then right. what happens again? You have more seed to start increasing the, your seeds, to start increasing your harvest, and to start giving bigger than you've ever given before. In Jesus' yep. name. So I pray that that's going to be a blessing for you this year, that you guys are stepping out in, in financial blessing like you've never seen before. There's yeah. a work to do in, the, in, in this world. There's a work to do, and, and kingdom people are going to get it done. That's right. Kingdom people are going to get it done, and we're not a hot mess or a broke joke. That's good. Thanks. I just thought of that. That was really nice. <laughs> She's my encourager. <laughs> we love you guys so much. Get to the service tonight at yes. 7 o'clock. We've got people driving in from New York. We had people driving from uh, Connecticut. We've got people driving in from New Hampshire, from Maine, uh, this Virginia Beach, okay, Florida. So no excuse. Get here tonight, 7 o'clock. We love you so much. Love you, Pastor Joe. Can't wait to be with you this summer. Yep. Love you, Leslie, Paula, Ninja Buddha. See you tonight, Susan. You guys are awesome. Mm -hmm. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you later. Love you. Bye.